Y'all, this is Religiously Incorrect. I'm Pastor Todd. I'm here with... Pastor Jeff, how are you? God bless you. I wasn't going to say the God bless you part. Well, I, but I'm, I'm still religious. Well, I'm incorrect. So uh, <laughs> it's great to be here. This is our first real bona fide episode of Religiously Incorrect. And, you know, before we start and dive into, man, give me give me one good week highlight that you've been looking at in the news or something that, you know, just kind of caught your eye, just made you... It could be good, bad, ugly... Man, this whole Trump thing, man, everything is going on is crazy, Doc. Right. I mean, you know, with the fact the uh was the was the president pres- presidential guy who's running who they trying to talk about he had a delay he touched the ladies incorrect. Oh yeah, yeah, get, Biden. Ain't, yeah, Biden. Biden. And they ain't get no he, and they got all kind of airplay and Trump. Yeah, he's dead, then, man. Then molested somebody, but I mean, I ain't trying to be you know, you know he's about to tweet about you now, man. I know it don't, it don't matter. It what's don't your matter. What's your handle uh, at at JL Stanford? <laughs> it's I, him. Hey, you know they 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 love him. Hey, I just can't, I can't I can't deal with him. You because. know what? Mine was the uh, Disneyland fight with the people, the family that got in the fight at Disneyland. Did you see him? I didn't see it. It was two men and two women. I didn't see it. They were. I, I did. You know what? I'm sorry. Can I can I go back? Can you, I change you can it? Go, yes, you because the fight. And in, in, in Youngstown at the court, the two okay, guys, yes, that that to me, and I'm 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 I don't know I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I feel like they should go to jail or not because I, I they think I might have done. Should a, not go to jail. I would do the same thing. I mean, I'm I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. I think it I'm should. telling you, I don't understand why there isn't more chaos at courtrooms and welfare offices. <laughs> I don't understand why there isn't more chaos at both of those offices. Because well, when I was, work, it was a lot of when when I used to get food stamps because I used to be in line. And I no, used to I'm see talking like knock down, drag out. I mean, I've seen some man, little old sheriff man. He can't do nothing, man. I mean, they can't, can't do that can't, with you with Quisha, man. <laughs> but those guys, they definitely shouldn't be charged. I mean, if I mean, how does a judge? You know, the whole criminal justice system to me, even in the injustice part, the big part of it is they seem to take the humanity out of people. Exactly. How do you not? sympathize now this this is what i will do this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this and i know most of us don't and i'm, I'm looking at the camera right now look at i want to give a big shout out big shout out to the police officers because they let them get about three licks in they before, did they let them they get did. about three they was like you know what they were like wwe referees <laughs> and then they jumped in <laughs> they were like <laughs> they just, yeah they, but they let them get about three they, they were, let them get a kick in everything. they were like they were like that wwe referee to act like he's knocked out for a few seconds <laughs> And then he gets up. Oh, I I, I, you're right. It. You're right. So uh, you know what? Free our brothers. I don't even know their names, but free them. Free you know, them. Give them. You, you get, man, you murdered your mom, man. Just come on. Come on. Come on. You got to give them. I'm glad they side. got those licks in, though. Yeah. I'm yeah, glad yeah, they yeah. got them in. So much love and peace to that family and to everybody out there. Uh, here, here's our subject for today. The R word. The R word. The R word. Our subject for today is the R word. This podcast is called Religiously Incorrect, Mm -hmm. and we might as well deal with the word religion. Religion. We might Mm. as well deal, and more specifically, Pastor Jeff, why has religion become like a four-letter word in our culture? In particular, not outside, but in the church amongst Christians, believers, those who profess some sort of Judeo-Christian values. Why, why has the R word become like the F word almost? Well, I'm just going to be honest. I think with 2019 calls religion, 2000, well, not two, even 2000, 1985 called holy. Okay. 
what, and what, what 2019 called religion, 1985. Called holy. Called holy. And so, you know, it, because back then, to be religious was a badge of honor. You're making 85 sound like it was I'm, I'm, 1865. It, <laughs> no, I'm, it was a badge I of mean, honor, though. I mean, no, I mean the, to go to church, to okay. go to Bible study. Find to, upstanding citizen. You know, it was a good thing. People respect it. Now, the same people who do the same things have become what the quote-unquote world calls religious. But again, now how do we translate that to the church where you have believers saying, I don't like the concept of religion. I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. What, what, I mean, what, what are we getting at? What have we missed the boat? What has created that, that sour taste in people's mouths towards just the very concept? It's, it's so many different things, man. We, we are looking at a group of people who who want more out of um, more out of church than obviously what we're what, what we're giving? They want the flashlights. They want the neon lights. They want the electric guitar. They want you know. They don't want to be up. And I had a conversation the other day. They don't. They don't even want to uh, have offering plates passed around anymore. Do they even want to give an offering? Yeah. Uh, from from some of the conversations I've had, <laughs> they don't mind giving an offering, but they want it to be uh, the offering stations. They want it to be, you know, you come in, if you want to give an offering, you give an offering. And it, for me, and particularly in the black church, okay. it doesn't work like that. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about darkies. That's- <laughs> talk about us okay some of us light skin light skin is back light skin, light light skin, skin is back the barge the barge is back <laughs> they just had the story bobby right DeBarge. bobby the barge okay check it out religion to me it will be a combination of several factors that are no longer in vogue in any place in society religion to me is made up of some concepts rules right restrictions mm-hmm. requirements mm-hmm. and routines Oh, that's good. We can we can preach that. Let's can I preach it? Talk talk about it. Can now. I preach talk today? It. Hey, should I quit or should I preach? L- listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Won't he do it? Uh, but those are all things that sort of marked the larger society, which didn't make the tenets of religion seem so strange. It was a you talk about going to church as a badge of honor, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. In particular, a lot of that has to do with just the uh, religious undergirding of the struggle of our people. Exactly. It, it has to do with the building up of a community and a culture. I was listening to Dr. Lee talk last night oh about, I mean, he's being historian at, 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 our, at our function the other night, talking about how church moved from here, there, and everywhere. But what happens is as the society changes, it grows further and further apart from the basics of what we've always attached to religion. And then what it ends up leaving us with is the toxic side the negative side that has always been there. Right. It always was there. There was always mean old ladies. There were always dry services. There were always uh, schedules you had to keep up with Mm -hmm. and just sort of feeling like you were doing the same thing over and over again. But when we sort of pulled away as a society from structure and other parts of our life, religion ends up being on this island by itself. Absolutely. And now we live in this world where the most normal thing to do in the world is to break rules and violate restrictions and attack anybody who has a problem with it. If I'm supposed to stand in line at, at, at Giant Eagle and somebody says, you know, hey, you cut me, you can cut me once in a while, ain't that big of a deal. I mean, not that big of a deal is one of those phrases. Right, you know, right. rules are meant to be broken. So religion stands all by itself as a concept 
that is out of step and out of vogue with our culture. Mm -hmm. And now if you have a church, uh, and most of us in the modern day is trying to reach the culture, we start speaking the language of the culture, and we try to reflect the norms of the culture, and the culture is basically anti-religion. So sooner or later, to attract people, you have to paint yourself as anti-religion. Anti-religion, yeah. So let's let's go back because you said those what was that four four rules, uh, requirements, restrictions, and routines. Okay, let, let's let's let, can we talk about those? Let's do can it. We talk about those. Let's do let's it. Let's talk about rules. 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 Rules of the church. Religious rules. Religious rules. You, okay. You you you. You, you, to be a member, you got to be at church seventy-five percent of the time, or give a minimum amount of money, or well, let's 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 rules. just start there. Let's just start there. In various churches, mm-hmm. when you join a church, you have to go through classes. Got to go through some, something. You have to go through. Got to get the right hand of fellowship. And why is that so? Why is that called religious? Why is that? Why is that so hard to? want somebody to come to your church and actually learn about the church and know about the church for, you know, for literally most times five, six weeks before you join the church. But that will literally cause people not to want to join the church. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it. life is too convenient and easy for us now. Mm. Life is too convenient and easy. And, And I think just in generalities, you know, maybe we feel like it's a waste of our time. Maybe we're so used to consuming in a different way. That engaging in this manner, I got to sit in a seat, I got to sit in somebody's classroom or sanctuary to learn this, everything else I get by podcast, everything else I get by email, I pay my bills online, you know, I work from home, Mm -hmm. Uh, all of my friends, I got 5,000 friends, only three of them are real, but I I made 5,000 friends on Facebook, I did it all with the click of a button, and now you're asking me to violate that and go back to this archaic model. So maybe it's not the principle that they're in a disagreement with, maybe it's the model. The, the way it looks. I have to come to a particular building at a particular time. The only time people really have to do that anymore is work. And maybe I should take that back. We do a lot of things where you have to be at a particular place at a particular time to take advantage of something. Right. Religion has just become the thing we don't want to do that. Right. So but rules. You said you said you said something when you were talking about that. Is it, is that a viable option? to do these classes online or do these classes through podcasts, such as we're doing right now. Is it, Does is it align language? with the ideals, the ideals that religion is supposed to accomplish? Or church. Yeah, the church, I, that's church, what I'm saying. Yeah, the church, yeah. is, church is supposed to be human beings coming together in an intimate and connective fashion that usually supposes that there is a personal, in-person experience from one person to another that builds this religion. And, and this this shared faith. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have rewritten the rules of what it means to interact, be friends, conversate. The church doesn't fit into that mold because it still demands, for most part, for personal interaction. So a lot of these rules have to do with that personal interaction. Then it has to do with personal obligation. Mm-hmm. Okay? A shared investment of time, talent, and treasure. A, a shared value system of how you're going to manage yourself and 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 adapt to the norms of a certain group of people and again we're so individualistic and unique and distinct that being a part of a monolithic group of people is not attractive anymore so when we talk about religious we often say you're religious because the the order of service is the same every week right but i don't know of a place that isn't about the same every week Okay, at the most modern ministry out there that doesn't call itself religious or whatever, you're still going to sing a song, hear a message, 
receive funds some kind of way, and say a prayer. It's really no different than what they're doing at Great Grandma's right, joint right. when they had it written down in 19 steps of how they're going to go through a service. But it's the routine. Uh, sometimes we, like, we want things so spontaneous. We want some, and the funny thing is, I think we don't realize how cyclical and repetitive our lives is, are in every other phase of life. I'm sorry. I, I laughed because I've been at churches where uh, the pastor has actually said, stop singing. Sing a song of sing the song of the Lord. Yeah. I'm, what is the song of? Am I just supposed to make up a song right now? Pretty much. Yeah. And you Pretty know, much. <laughs> how does that work? I mean, and how I long is up, this song? I grew up in a Pentecostal, you know, setting, a full gospel setting, gifts of the Spirit, you know, Holy Spirit. Honestly, that became a routine after a while. I knew exactly when that lady was going to jump up and start speaking in tongues. I knew exactly who was going to interpret it. I knew exactly who was going to do after it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, it's all a routine. So whether it's on a piece of paper or not, it's still religious because to do something religiously just means to do something in the fairly same way at about the same time with about the same people. Right. So I think, here's, here, here, here's what I'll say. I think that it became a bad word because other things became a buzzword. When kingdom became a buzzword, mm. religion became a bad word. Oh, no, no. We, no, we done brought up the Are kingdom. Are we ready? You done brought up the kingdom. I'm you going done there. brought up the kingdom. The kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violence taken by force. I'm okay. kingdom. I'm not, I'm not, I don't do church anymore. Unpack it, Jeff. I don't do church anymore. Um, I do kingdom. It is the same thing. I mean, you don't have to unpack it. It's the same thing. It's, you still going to church. You still, like you said, you still going to sing a song. No, it's not. It's, no, it's, no, it's, it's the not the same, same thing because we don't it's wear hats. <laughs> it's and not we the same jeans, thing because we wear We jeans. wear t-shirts. We wear, and, and truth be told, most of the, I mean, we're, 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 you're, you're a second Baptist. Absolutely. Wonderful. Tra traditional, traditional, um, Baptist church. Are you going to stand up in a pulpit on Sunday morning and if somebody walks in in a pair of jeans and t-shirts and tell them, no, they've got to go home? Never seen it. Never seen it. Now we can go by stairs and they stared at me. After a while, I start to worry if that's just perception or if you had that chip on your shoulder when you walked in the door right, or right. if you were told that people judge you and are going to uh, look at you well, so you're looking for it. See, and that's, that's one of the problems I have with kingdom people because they will do stuff on purpose to generate to, a, a to religious gener response. Right. If you come to church on Sunday morning with your army suit on, your fatigues on, your combat boots, and a, a, a bandana a on your head. And rat -a -tat up the aisle <laughs> right. in the middle of worship. I'm going to tell you to stand up and sit down somewhere. We're we looking at you like, yeah, we're looking at you like you're crazy. I'm sorry. We're looking at you. Because, you. I mean, it's okay to just put on a pair of jeans, a t-shirt, and, you know, some tennis shoes. But you ain't got to do all that you do. But, but the kingdom, I mean... I don't think we always grasp that the, the, the what religion is is man's best attempt at any particular juncture in history to reflect the kingdom. Absolutely, it's just their way of organizing and administering themselves so that they can reflect the kingdom. And by the way, I think what we do is sometimes when we're between generations and a few people are a little bit ahead of the curve, they look back on people who haven't made the curve yet Absolutely. and say, "Well, you're not kingdom. You're stuck in church. You're stuck in religion. You're stuck in routine." And, and really, sooner or later, that new thing you're doing will be old, too. Mm -hmm. You know, that new thing you're doing. And, and what was working made sense to the culture, and the culture did shift. And some people don't always catch up for various reasons. Right. And it does not mean they don't love God. They're not sensitive to the Spirit. 
if, if a day is like a thousand years to God, then I think he can handle the fact that some church is still kind of stuck in the 90s. Absolutely. I think God can handle that. Absolutely. And we act like he can. Absolutely. We act like he's limited to our culture or norms, our, our way of looking at life. And so kingdom now becomes a stylistic term more than it is a biblical term. But I think we need, though, the, the kingdom needs those churches that are stuck in the 90s just as well. The kingdom wouldn't have a church if it wasn't for the churches that are stuck in come the on, 90s. Come on. Yeah, it needs some. I mean, pe- some people are just, that's what they're addicted, uh, not addicted, but they're used to. That's their thing. That's their mo. If you like Popeye's and I like KFC, go to Popeye's. We both eating chicken. We, we both eating chicken. Now, here's something we, we've alluded to before in personal conversation that, that you brought up, uh, that sometimes people who talk about the kingdom and use it as a word, as a term, as a buzzword, they're actually narrowing it down to their particular experience or perspective, and it almost it almost robs the kingdom of its potency as if the kingdom is not broad and big enough to include grandma and grandchild at the same time, as if it doesn't include Mount Olive Baptist right, Church right. and, uh, you know, Waves of Glory Kingdom Ministries <laughs> and, you know, uh, Dirt Bucket Ministries, you know, in a ghetto somewhere. It can have all of those. It could be white. It could be black. It could be old. It can be young. Who are you to tell the 100-year-old believer that's been walking with the Lord for 75 years he's not about the kingdom and he's been preaching Jesus right. to the best of his ability, to the exactly. terminology he understands, to the songs he knows how to sing? Do you really want Grandmama trying to sing Toby Mac for real? Come on. Come on. Because we've seen... She yeah. can't. She she can't. She can't. Even. You know, at when I was at Beulah, we had a piano piano stair, the older oh, the older. Right, right. And I mean, she would do her best to try oh, to man. play these new. She just her fingers wouldn't even play them. But again, it you know, God gave us all gifts within generations. Syncopation is the word. You know, musically. Right. It's it's how you are able to jump into beats and you know and that's why the rock and roll guy can't get with the hip-hop beat because it doesn't meet his mentality of what music is he's used to a straight drive hip-hop kind of throws that off a little bit so he can't get with it and then now he's mad at it Mm -hmm. now it's devil's music right (laughs) you know so i think that's where we're at in the church and we don't want to admit it we have a lot of valuable people all over uh god's earth we have incredible gifts all over and by the way if we're all a part of God's body and the hand is just as valuable as the foot and the ear is just as valuable, you know, as the toes, then we have to acknowledge that the new, the old, the, and, and stop using semantics. That's what it is. To try to prove ourselves superior to other people. Just say, that's not my expression. Right. That's not my tradition. Exactly. That's not my generation, maybe. But right. I respect it and honor it because people somewhere are still hearing about, you know, discovering Jesus in ministries that might not call themselves ABC Kingdom Ministries. And can we be honest, it's gotten to the point where kingdom has just become another religion. It it just, just it's just like interdenominational is another denomination. Correct. It it, it, it can become these things. How can it become that? Uh, If young lady with the the jeans on and the t-shirt comes to church and feels like she's being stared at, at the old school church, would not the church mother with the big flashy hat feel like she's being stared at oh my goodness. at the new school oh, church? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because we all create, let's be careful, these are just social norms, little bubbles of social norms that work for us, that we've predetermined our design to reach a certain group of people that we desire to reach. And 
black people did it, moving to Warren in the early 1900s, had that place to wear their suits and their ties, and this happened in cities all over the north, back down south, it was their place of dignity, their place of pride, you put your best on. So we got over that era, we get it. Everybody got a Cadillac and a fur and the, right, the three-piece right. suit, we got sick of that, we get, became judgmental, so now we wanna break it back down. I get it, but be careful not to be judgmental in the flip side, mm -hmm. you know. Be careful not to be judgmental on the flip side and and do these. Oh, I mean, trust me, I'm in. I'm, I'm here. I'm fighting all the time with with older saints still not accepting that things change. That it's not like people aren't continuing to communicate that. It's not like people aren't continuing to minister to that while we're holding people's hands, knowing that they may ever be only be able to go so far. And be loving enough to understand that. And how much is too much? How far is too far? Well, when you start applying stuff that's not kingdom to the label of kingdom, just because it's your preference, and there's no limit to what humans will do to please themselves. Absolutely. You know, you know, we've learned a lot about addiction the last decade or so, 20 oh, yeah. years or so, that addiction is not just what's illegal. Addiction it actually consumes much more of what's legal. Oh, yeah. Or what's right or what's helpful. Mm -hmm. And so we're learning that about what we call spirituality, kingdom ministry. We're taking a good thing and we get drunk on it. We get high on it. We get stuck to it and we can't function without it. So the fact of the matter is my generation is a Kirk Franklin generation. But if I'm Kirk Franklin generation and that's the kingdom reaching the world in a different way, that's a beautiful thing. But if I despise how great thou art. Right. If I literally cannot find meaning in my heart in worship in a song that does not carry the beat or the sound or the flavor that I'm used to, then I am actually the opposite of kingdom. I am carnal. Absolutely. I am, I am if it's not my sound, if it's not the style of preaching, if it's not the guy walking around under a spotlight speaking through a headpiece mic, if it's the guy with the tie and I'm already mad at him just because he got a tie on, if I'm already mad because he has an old school way of delivery, if I'm upset because the church has red carpet or still calls themselves Beulah Baptist or Old Grove Methodist or whatever, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm already prejudiced against the ministry, then I'm not kingdom at all. Not at all. And just in case anybody knows, don't know, I don't want to love nobody but you. I don't want to love nobody but you. Are you really okay. mine? Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's what Kirk do. Listen, listen. Kirk listen. do it. I'm just, I'm. Kirk can do it, but Todd ain't never doing it. <laughs> You need to watch them lips too while he at it, because it look like you've been, like you been French kissing an ashtray. <laughs> See, now I can't even book this brother. I can't even book this brother now. Oh my. Okay, so Jeff so, said that. So now you didn't you didn't take off Trump and Kirk. I, I love Kirk. 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 I'm, I want to go see Kirk. He and wants Kirk. to be Kirk. I do. I do. Kirk is a bad boy. Jeff is the Kirk Franklin of Trumbull County. Listen, listen. I just heard Kirk. Preached the other day for the first time. Preach. Preach. Does the, he preach? He, and he was killing it, Doc. He was Kirk Fred. Kirk Did he said, hoop, though? He ain't, he ain't hoop. He, he ain't hoop. preached that. Kirk. <laughs> I don't hoop, so I guess I don't preach either. It's okay. I guess you got to hoop. Uh, hamburger. Uh, <laughs> hamburger. Um, well, it'll, it, it works out. So you said you, the first one was we just like, we, we you saw, talked about um, rules and restrictions. Rules and okay, restrictions. let's go. Let's talk about restrictions. Restrictions. Okay. What you can't do. Or shouldn't do, you know? Do we live in a world anymore where people will accept any inkling of being told you probably shouldn't do that? No, no, no. Let me tell you. Um, Does that make you judgmental? 
I don't, You're judgmental. How dare you tell me I can't smoke crack and uh, what is our rob purpose, a bank? What is our purpose as the pastor if we can't? If 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 it's your it's your job to shepherd. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go by shepherds, uh, real what real preach shepherds do? Preach to us. If we're gonna go by real what real real shepherds will break a leg. Just Reverend Doctor J L Stanford, so, come on. Yeah, well, yeah they will prove he will a point. break a leg to break, prove a point. Break a leg to prove a point. But us, I'll we, break a leg to prove we, a point. If we say, if we say, I don't think y'all should get married right now, because of reasons that we've witnessed and that we've. Talk to y'all. We've had marriage counseling, and if we say I don't, I don't believe that t- right now is the right time. They're leaving the church. But that's an opinion. What about I don't believe you should be living together before you get married? Uh oh. Uh oh. I, I I don't believe, you know, you should you should get drunk or smoke weed or have premarital sex or any of these things. Restrictions. 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 And and. We're not. We're not. And by the way, that's not us. We didn't make this. We didn't sit in the room and exactly. Like, we didn't like, write the law. So we wasn't on. We wasn't. At, we wasn't on Mount. Uh, <laughs> you, you sure, Doc? Because the beard is coming along pretty good. You got that. You got that. You got that Moses Eleven joint going. <laughs> that's the Sinai Eleven. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk about those Jordashes you wear. Listen, right bro. <laughs> You better not pan down either. These are my dad 2.0s. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, okay. I'm restricted from buying these shoes anymore. So, <laughs> it was 1999 at Gabe's, Doc. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's crazy. Niggas on a budget. Hey, you got to do it. You gotta, but but we, we, I mean... You know, we people are so anti. You know, they they run when they hear restrictions. And it's so funny because I mean, this this has come to epidemic proportions. Right. If I walk in my daughter's school right now, and the teacher says, "Sally, sit down," Sally will say, "Why? Mm-hmm. I'm bothering nobody. Why? I'm disrupting you." Now, of course, it becomes a disruption. I think it's a good lesson right here. Right. It becomes a disruption because that person is only addressing what they've always known to be the reasonable, you know, standards of a classroom. And what happens when you call Sally's mama? Sally's mama comes in, why are you picking on my baby? Right. Absolutely. I'm sure other people were doing things and you didn't yet probably yell at them. Sally came home. And so where do we get grown folk, 30, 40, 50 years old? You know, hey, uh, you know, you're out here living wild, doing things you shouldn't do. Well, Why? I bet other people are doing things. Why are you judging me? We become, watch this, we, we, went, we become a, a, a culture of comparison. Mm-hmm. As long as I can say, at least I'm not, or right. other people are doing, then that absolves me of any absolute responsibility to do, you know, to not do something or, absolutely. and, and you know, of course, the judgment, that's a whole nother, we'll talk about the J word some other time. <laughs> the, the J word. Right. You're only judging God me. Judge only, me. God. only God can judge yeah, A million Tupacs now all believe in Jesus now. Right. You know. Here, here's, here's one thing that, um, you know, my mother told me, and, and I believe that it's applicable even for church folk. Um, she told me that a trained dog doesn't go in the house, doesn't make a mess in the house. Okay, and we're so um, we've we've gotten to the point where we just we do anything and everything and Anywhere. still think that we cool in the house. You know, you have 
pastors messing with parishioners uh, right in the house so have we created the toxic because the people who controlled religion have given us a bad picture of it oh definitely I, I do mean, you think people would accept religion better if all these scandals and all this mess wasn't in the church I don't know if they would accept it better, but I think it would it would be looked at better. I think it would. Be, I think if you know, you know, we see what happened down in Cincinnati. Um, the the young the three pastors that was just in Cincinnati were just jailed based upon them right. having sex sex or. Um, and that was up in Toledo, wasn't it? Was it? I uh, was Toledo. That was okay, Toledo. Toledo. Maybe, maybe right, it was Toledo. right. So they got that yeah. going on. You got the the, the the Jim Baker stuff and the. And yeah. so, and so, in the year, and so, in the age of social media, this this stuff gets around a lot more than Pastor Todd giving away uh, diapers to you know young mothers who are having okay. babies. This kind, this the kind of you know what I mean. Right. This the kind of stuff that gets around, and this the kind of stuff that says, "I ain't going over there and giving them their money." And but they, before there was a Facebook, you know, a generation already decided I've seen enough mess that I ain't going back. Before there was a Facebook, generation knew that. You know, there's there's mean people, you know, there's hypocrites, you know, there's favoritism. And it's not always the the, the preacher who impregnates a teenager or something. It doesn't always yeah. have to be the nuclear bomb stuff. Absolutely. It could Absolutely. just be an overall toxic culture of religion. And then, you know, and we'll talk about more generally a little bit later on, just the general feel of what religion has done to our world. Wars, political divisions, you know, hatred in the name of religion from people who honestly have twisted and you know perverted and corrupted very pure ideals to hate people to say things and by the way it hasn't been that long can we yes. use some real words can we use some real words up in here it hasn't been that long that preachers weren't preaching about faggots come on come and on. and that was how homosexuality was addressed Absolutely. not that long ago and, and in most serious. churches yeah oh yeah most churches you would hear sissy, da da da, left all that, and that was popular. I mean, it was the amen. Hey, so oh, come on, come on. Yeah. It, it was, it was. People the, you want you want an easy amen. Yeah, you, you added that into your sermon. You want an easy amen. You know, go 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 at the go at the homos. You know, I mean, just just do that. And, and before that, it was the the, t the teenage mothers. Before that, it was mm -hmm. rock and roll. Before that, it was black people. You know <laughs> what I mean? Black man about to take your daughter. Right. So uh, <laughs> so you know, we are not that far along. And the church, and we'll have to talk about being politically correct, but still, you know, religiously pure. Right. But I think the summary of the discussion is that religion we know is not bad in its purity and ideals. Humans getting involved, humans corrupting and being who humans are. But we have to be careful we don't throw out one evil to adopt a new evil under a new label. And uh -huh. that's the best way I could leave it. Religion... And we need to stop that because sometimes it's just barriers of language, and we don't yeah. need to be that yeah, way. Semantics. Right. Amen. That is religiously incorrect. We'll be back in a minute. All right, y'all. This is Religiously Incorrect. I'm Pastor Todd. I am Pastor Jeff. And we are talking today about the R word. We talking about the Rockets? The, listen, listen. What's his name came back? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I, I heard so many funny things about that trade, man. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody had a meme up, because what is it now? Now it's, 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 it's Westbrook with, uh, with Harden. Harden? Yeah. Somebody had 
2019-2020 Rockets season, just them fighting over the ball. <laughs> That's it. Just That's like it. two kids fighting over the ball, man. It was hilarious. I, don't I think it's an equal trade. I think I don't think anybody wins or loses. It's just. Well, I mean, Paul, Paul never, Paul and and uh, and the Bear never got along. They never got along, and they was on they wasn't on the court a lot together either. So, but at this point, both Paul and Westbrook are underachieving entities in the NBA. They're the that same have, person, that, and they have not found the right chemistry with anybody. I mean, poor Westbrook, man, he's like a broken child at this point. Everybody left this cat, man. I mean, <laughs> the world be free leaving this cat. <laughs> well, what I will say is that I think a lot of people are underrating, and they, I mean, nobody have said anything about the Warriors this year, and I still believe they're the team to beat. You still think the Warriors are the I team still, to beat? With, with Clay on that team, they're and, done, man. Come on, everybody's man. gonna start. What you saw at the end, what you saw at the end with the injuries, is gonna be all 2019. I'm telling you. I don't know. I'm telling you. Once you start splintering shins and stuff, and, <laughs> and kneecaps, it's like a contagious. It's contagious. I'm telling you. I mean, come on, man. They put they put Durant out forever. Right. You know. I mean, now you know they they crown on LeBron again as the king again in L.A. about because they got Davis, but I mean they still the rest of their team is like you know retirement age. The rest <laughs> of their team is is like the Kyrie Irving movie. All I, I know, know is I need trading cards to find out who's on whose team, man. It's I'm not so even and I ain't buying my kids no new posters, no new. Jer- they better get some masking tape or something or uh, color new colors in. This dude at the, at the, at my job had a Baker Mayfield. Right. A, a, a college jersey. I was gonna grab it, man. It was a three X though, and I didn't really? want to look like I had well, on. You can throw into it, Doc. I didn't want to look like I had on a dress. Hey, my son has <laughs> an Odell Beckham poster on his uh, wall. It's a uh, it's a New York Giants poster though, because uh-huh. you know it's not a Browns poster. Yeah, come on. I was fin- I was so, gonna get excited. I was nah, gonna get bro. excited. Nah, I bro. Excited. I mean, so I bought that mug on discount <laughs> when he got traded on, on clearance, but but he's not going. He's not. He's he's never gonna have a Browns jersey. He's, he's coming. He's coming along. Not he's at my house. Along. The R word. The R word. We're talking about religion. We're talking about religion. So earlier we were talking about, and we kind of got into the religion versus kingdom debate. You know, have we, and we kind of discussed, maybe it's our perspective, it doesn't have to be anybody else's, that religion in general, Christian religion, that is, mm-hmm. has its its own tenets. It's about routines, regulations. It's about uniting people in a sense of togetherness. And, of course, that's tainted and perverted by all types of bad behavior and bad exactly. representations. And so that makes people want to escape to something else. Right. But it actually ends up being the same thing. Exactly. On a broader sense, though, Pastor Jeff, what has religion, all religion, this is always dangerous as Christian preachers, mm-hmm. to give any credence or validity at all to other religions, other faiths and beliefs. But what is the good and bad of religion in general in our world. What do you think? Well, first, let me say this, that in my perspective, I believe that we are living, we are no longer living in a monotheistic world. We have definitely scoped into a polytheistic, believe what you want to believe, whatever you believe is your truth, my you, truth. You, my truth. Oprah started I'm that doing stuff, me. Man. That's Oprah's fault. You know, whatever God you want to believe in is cool. And so it, it is making it very hard because, because honestly, we will have somebody who will go to a Christian church who does not have a Christian view. 
Ooh. Does not and will not have the Christian view and will actually join. Ooh. And does join. not have Christian under the blood. Come on, man. Baptized. On. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think, you know, we we really first of all, we need to know. How do you are. take that though? Because okay, let's be real transparent. This is about to be our moment of transparency. We have seen that person come down our aisles, go through the process. And as pastors, we kind of knew. They're, they're, they're almost broadcasting it. Absolutely. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing for now. <laughs> like, like if you say so. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, die for your sins. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, Grandma, you're getting on my nerves, so here I am. Mm-hmm. Right? right? What do you right. do? But you stop that person and say, I don't think you really believe. I'm, I'm just going to be very transparent here. I had... It didn't join up under me, but was there and was probably one of the greatest members. And I didn't know, you know, because, you know, you preaching, they, they still giving you the amens and this and that. But then when they open up their mouth, they're like, you know, um, you know, all praise be to the atmosphere and to the trees. <laughs> like, excuse me? Right. To the what? The blessing of the rocks. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and, and so, so now it becomes... <laughs> Like you ask him to pray, he'd be like, Mother God, <laughs> Mother God, giver of gummy bears. <laughs> give her of gummy bears. <laughs> You're like, Where did this come from? <laughs> and, and so, and so, you know, after that first conversation, you begin to listen to everything they say. Now you're, yeah, you're honed in on it. You, you're like, Okay, let me see what they're gonna say today. Now, now you're scared for them to talk, but they're great members, so we. we Great membership does not always, you know, transform into, you know, discipleship. Genuine faith. Yeah, genuine, genuine faith. faith. So, I, I, you know, you know, and so we we have to be very careful. And how do how like you said how do we how do we tell this person you know which? Let me ask you that. We know as Christian pastors what we believe, and what we believe, and what they're talking is completely opposite. Right. So do we tell them they're wrong, and do we? Well, you absolutely have to if that's your conviction and your obligation as a as a Christian as a Christian period. Right. Definitely as a leader. Absolutely. You 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 have to do you have to bash, scream, holler, embarrass, humiliate, you know, don't let them finish their sentence and all that stuff. No, and I've seen that happen a lot. Absolutely. You know, wait, 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 wait. don't even say no more. Uh, say what you're going to say, man. You know, Paul did dealt with this. Jesus listened to people say their peace. Mm-hmm. Say your peace, man. It's free country. Now, I'm not going to let you overtake the Bible study, the service, you jump up, say something crazy. If you are literally doing some official service or some official function and you go right. off the rails, I'm, I'm going to have to find some kind of way to, to pull that back. But, you know, it's our obligation to share truth okay, and to correct error wherever it exists. Now, a couple, I don't know, probably about a year ago, this thing went, went on and, you know, it was, it was blown way up on Facebook and all over where the transgender transgender person came to a church service and the pastor asked him to leave. Okay, but see, that's not a re- that's not a religious issue. Okay, you're right, you're right. You're that's right. not a reli- that, that's not an issue of different religions clashing or you're finding something. That is a person who is probably professing that faith but is expressing it or their lifestyle doesn't line up 
with what that church, church. genuinely yeah, believes. Yeah, yeah, right. We're talking about living in, you said polytheistic, I'll say for the sake of America, post-Christian, mm-hmm. you know, where we have had to come to terms with our shrinking world because of technology and awareness of everyone, that the world is not just made up of a whole bunch of Christians and a couple Muslims over here, and a couple Buddhists over there, and a couple, you know, that's what we act like right, because right. of the bubbles we live in. We act like it's like, you know, 6.59 billion Christians. <laughs> and then it's like 32, 12. right, like 32 <laughs> months. And then the only time we blow up their numbers is when we want to paint them as a threat. Mm-hmm. That's when we want to pretend like there are so many Muslims and there are so many. It's when, we're, when they're going to kill us all. Right, right. They're gonna kill right. us all and build a mosque on top of your on top of your church. Right. Right. Now there's there's Muslim. But the fact is, as a culture now, speaking about the black culture in particular in the world we live in, it's multicultural, there is more of an openness than ever to at least the acceptance and respect of all religions. And at the same time, there is an animosity towards any and all religion. So, you know, that goes back to that John Lennon stuff. You know, imagine there's no religion and there's mm-hmm. no churches and all that kind of stuff. It, it's kind of come true. So you have Christians who are more open than ever to the idea. I don't want to say that there's more than one way, but at least I can look at someone in a valid way and express their humanity and their religion. And at the same time, out there somewhere, there are people who are just like, all y'all the same. You're Absolutely. all evil. You brought war into the world. You brought divisiveness. You have oppressed women and minorities and allowed for atrocities, slavery, all these things, and that we are all equal, guilty partners. Well, I mean, I think it's even so to the point who of people who have no religion at all right. will ask the question, how is your religion right and or better right. than everybody else's? How is your God right and or better than everybody else's. Do you have a hard time accepting the sincerity of questions like that? Especially from intelligent people. From intelligent people. Right, right, right. Because I'm like, dude, you know people are just religious and believe what they believe. Why are you even trying to paint this down, drill it down to belief is just that. It's belief. It's belief. None of it, quite frankly, needs facts. It shouldn't. Even it's if they faith. exist. Right, right. Because it's it's a function of faith. Right, right. So if this is what you've come to believe, then I'm I'm not asking for a timeline and a and a and a pie chart, <laughs> you know, and a and a tree stump with a mm-hmm. carving of whatever in it right, right. to prove that this was what it is. And then the other part of religion is that we compare and contrast them as if they all have not oh, here's real dangerous talk, as if they all have not at some point and somewhere in history intertwined, derived, borrowed, or or gleaned or interacted with one another in some way, shape, or form. Uh, okay, in the black community, the, the, in somebody's mind, Christianity came from a slave owner. Absolutely. Okay, history clearly tells us that it was already existent mm-hmm. in Africa, in the African continent, prior to slavery. Now, history also tells it was probably more on the eastern part, and that these western part probably weren't Christians, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that they were coming right. after at first. But history also tells us that Muslims had a, it had a start date too. You know, the Muslim religion had a start date, Hindu religion had a start date, it might be further back. Does mm-hmm. time make them any more or less valid? Can we at least respect that no religion has to be fake or phony based off of somebody's contrived timeline? Right. If right. it's a function of faith, it is what it is. So the question now becomes, Jeff, what credence or respect can you give to other religions 
without offending or neglecting or rejecting your own. Here's my credence and respect to all religions, because I truly believe that everybody, everybody from the beginning, from from time they were from time the cord was cut, which actually represents that you you were connected to somebody wants to be connected to something or another. Everybody wants to be everybody wants to be connected. And truth be told, if a Muslim would have got to me before a Christian got to me, I may be Muslim. Ooh. I may because I wanted to I wanted to belong to somebody or another. I am a Christian. The evangelists I, are shouting right now because they're saying, "See, that's the point. We're not getting to them fast enough." Well, truth. So, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. Since I am a Christian, this is what I believe. I believe that any religion, any religion, I would say most any religion can save you from the water. But Christianity will save you to the boat. Oh, wow. Now, that's my, that's my take. Unpack that and leave all the styrofoam peanuts on the floor after you do it. <laughs> I, I, save you from the water, meaning right. save you from, from, from danger, destructiveness. Outside. You know, Muslims can save you. You can become a better man. You can become, you can become you know, this great person. You can Stop you drinking know, the white man's liquor. Right. You can dress better. You stop like fighting. Malcolm X. You know, matter of fact, if you go to jail, you good. Just get with them brothers. You, you good. Right. <laughs> you they, know, go, they take care right, of you. They're going to take care of you. But Christianity, um, based upon what we believe, what we study, what we've learned, what we went to school, is the only religion that, you know, after death, you're going to go to heaven. Other people teach that too. Well, well I life. mean, we don't. We're the only true one. We only have the. We don't want to go to real heaven. <laughs> it's, it's a real rest heaven. of y'all. The rest of y'all. Y'all got fake heavens. Y'all, y'all got the, the bosom of, of Abraham. Listen, paradise, <laughs> seventy virgins. Okay, all right, I'm with you. That's that's my belief. I mean, a, a lot of people would say that. A lot of people who have, and I'm not using this word in a politically loaded manner, but a lot of people who have a liberal worldview, which just means they're a little bit broader about things, would say that, you know, don't tell me what you believe. Tell me what. Show me what your belief does for you. How does it make you a better person? How do you treat people? And, and a lot of religions can, or, or adherents of different religions, claim that their religion helps them do that. And by the way, you have good actors and bad actors in every single Come on, one. God. Oh my God! You got good actors. You got some jerk Buddhists out there. You know what I'm saying? You got some punk Hindus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, quiet is kept. Right, right, you know right. I mean, they they're all they're all out there. I, I guess in my Muslims. Don't Have do it. Eating steak. You can talk about it if you want. Eating steak. No, nah, eating pork. Eating pork. They, they eating, pork uh, chops. Bacon. But uh, but yeah, you can go to Muslim if you want to, Doc. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I ain't going at y'all. Not I me. Love y'all. Peace, peace fact, and grace. Matter of fact, let me get a bean pie. Stop. See? <laughs> I like bean pies. I do. Brother. I got one from Brother. Brother. The other day. Brother. I love y'all. I love y'all, my brothers. <laughs> this, this is religiously, this is Islamically incorrect. <laughs> this is Islamically incorrect. <laughs> With Brother Jeff, Brother Todd. Okay, all right, I guess my, my, my perspective would be this. Uh, number one, you have to respect that since the beginning of time, people have believed different things. And even when God called Abram, he called him out of a of a place where right. religion already existed, mm -hmm. just not the right one, apparently. Absolutely. Okay. 
belief, faith in something or something, you know, that already it was already there. We can't we can't deny that even in our story, at least in the historical side, you know, the earth natural side of it, it, it would appear that something was sort of established. Now we all believe Adam and all before that, God always existed. That's central to Christian faith, right? But it's obvious that there's always been people of diverse faiths. And I think that we can have respect to shared human values, the dignity of humanity, the safety of humanity, the care for the vulnerable among us, children, the elderly, the disabled, you know, the dignity of all human life. And you can meet and agree on those basics. There was one, I cannot attribute this, I forget who said it, maybe somebody out there in podcast world can remind me. But there was one pastor who told the story of sitting down at an ecumenical gathering. And ecumenical basically means people of all different religions and faiths, as opposed to interdenominational, which is people who are within Christian faith, they just happen to have some distinctions. So at this ecumenical gathering, uh, before he made his comments, he said, before I even say anything about our religious discussion here, I need to establish that each and every one of us sitting at this table believe that our way is the only way. Because you might as well not dance around it. The, at the, after you get done with all the niceties, and mm -hmm. we, we've been to banquets where they have the Jewish guy give a blessing and the Muslim person right. read a scripture and the Christian person, we've been at those kind of events. And after all the niceties are over, at the end of the day, the Muslim believes that if people do not accept their faith, they will be damned in some way or Absolutely. another. And if they do accept their faith, they will be you know, saved or redeemed or experience paradise or some, you know, pleasant outcome. We all believe that. Now, there are a couple out there that are just kind of, lack of a better word, agnostic about it. Like, you know, the, some Buddhists or whoever can believe, hey, you can be a Christian and you're, you're fine too as long as you're a right. good person. You know, we still have to believe that there is punishment for those who don't believe in Jesus. That's, what That's where the Christian That's right. has to... It, is it rough and jarring to hear in 2019 in this culture? Absolutely. Is it the truth? Absolutely. I just lost like 30% of our audience and they'll never tune in again. Uh, but please, please keep on watching. I ain't saying he did. This is, uh, <laughs> Jeff is like, send me your money. Send me his money. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it possible for us to believe what we believe and still work? still work um, independently with folk of different belief systems. I mean, put it like, let's, say, let's say this. Um, I can't even remember the date was, but we, the Million Man March. Million Man March. Million Man March. Was it 1996? I was supposed to be there, but I end up, you know, I, I, I did He's probably say kicking I, it with a female. I, yeah, I did say I was leaving, but uh, listen, <laughs> I didn't remember. I made it made to Washington Street. Listen, um, <laughs> there were some millions marching, all right. <laughs> there, there, so there was some marching. I came back. I was the brother. It was, I had some fun with those brothers. <laughs> But I'm going. I'm sorry. So Million Man March, Christians uh, are there. Christians are there. Listening to Farrakhan. Mm -hmm. Farrakhan preaches in Christian churches all the time. All the time. All the time. He up their crosses and everything. He he's better than some preachers. He is, brother. Listen, mm -hmm. I'm waiting for him to tune up one day. I mean, he, he know and he know the Bible. He be like your Bible says. Yeah, that exactly. And <laughs> most of us don't know his Quran. Okay, but go ahead. There it is. But not only do I think there's opportunity to and possibility. The Bible speaks that if occasion calls for it, there's a bit of obligation. 
there's a bit of obligation. Uh, I think we're a little screwed up thinking that we really like in this Christian country and, you know, Christian world. You know, it's a post-Christian country. It, it was always a post-Christian world. And whatever we call Christianity in the Western world ain't really all that Christian in the first mm-hmm. place. You might as well just lead up for another episode, too. Right. Uh, Jeremiah says to the people, God says you ain't going nowhere for a while. Mm-hmm. Pray for the people. Work alongside the people. Pray for your prosperity. Pray for the governments and the people who are over you who very obviously don't believe what you believe. Right. Uh, Daniel and, and the three Hebrew boys Absolutely. working in Nebuchadnezzar's court. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah being a cupbearer to the king. Uh, people who just share in just basics. Should you ever, ever uh, diminish the core beliefs not even the corporate, the auxiliary beliefs of the right. Bible in favor of some ecumenical work, I would say no. I would say no. That There is nothing about me personally, and that might restrict me a little bit in my experiences with people. I would not want to diminish any core beliefs. And by the way, the core beliefs of the Bible for the New Testament Christian are not kill all the infidels either. Right. <laughs> All right, that, that's in the Old Testament, and there are times when God's like, destroy our enemies and all that. Then there's a whole lot of times where God's like, all right, you young men going to be in the em- enemy's court for the next right. 40 years. So deal with it. Well, can, I, can I play devil's advocate for be a devil's second? advocate. Can I play, devil's minutes. Advocate? Can I play devil's advocate. What of those who would say uh, a little leaven spoils the whole loaf? What of those who would say uh, a speck of dirt in a clear, in a clear glass of water Makes all the water dirty. You know, if, if if that leaven is getting in my pulpit, if that leaven is teaching my Bible studies, if that leaven is informing me of my faith and my Christianity, then that would make sense. That makes sense. But if if I'm partnering with a Muslim brother for the sake of simply saying that children are starving and together we can raise money to feed them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, women are being abused and we will advocate together for their protection and their dignity. You know, war is wrong, and we want to campaign against warmongering among politicians and sending our, 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 our boys and your ladies and men to go out and kill innocent women and children, you know, in this crazy pursuit of what we call modern warfare. You know, that, that's not leaven in the church to me. That's not leaven in my ministry to me. People might say it differently. There are some people who are very strict. I'm not partnering with nobody on nothing if they ain't declaring Jesus, Christ crucified, resurrected, and blood. I get it. I respect it because that's all a part of our distinctions. I do have lines that I draw. Right, exactly. That will that I will hopefully, prayerfully, not cross nor violate and not dishonor my faith. Uh, but I understand that there are certain common human goals, common human uh, concerns that we can meet others with. Now, truth be told, there are some faiths out there that teach a destructive, you know, and, and let me, let's finish up with this, 90 seconds. How do we, as black Christians especially, we have a tie that we don't like to speak about. There is a tie of dignity. There is a tie of pride. There is a tie of culture with our black Muslim brothers and sisters and our Overseas Middle East mothers, brothers and oh, sisters. Yeah. I, I, please don't take the word brothers and sisters. I'm saying they're brothers in Christ. I'm just saying human brothers and sisters. Right, right. You know, we are not going to be like our white conservative friends talking about Islam is 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 the religion of war and mm-hmm. and destruction and Farrakhan. Like I said, half of us like Farrakhan. Right. I mean, or that at least was... feel like he's saying what a whole bunch of preachers need to say. I mean, where do you draw the line with that? Are you not going to say anything? 
we already talked about bean pies and stuff, man. So <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm 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 in a total total agreement with you that there are there are lines that I won't cross. But you know, when it comes to uh, things as far as police brutality, right? I need them because they will fight. Right, I, I need Listen, them. <laughs> they know, will come out with I, them I, black suits on and stand outside like Malcolm X and like Brother Johnson. Well, you better let Brother Johnson out because I can call preacher such and such across town. He gonna Ooh. say, "Let's pray." Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. I'm like, okay, right now, right now we don't Ooh. need to pray. Right now we need to march. I need a stick. Right now we need to talk. Right now we need to. Right now we need to speak truth to power. But you know, brother such and such gonna want to go to the prayer closet. And those folk down, you know, at yeah, in, said it. in the uh, in, in downtown, at the mosque. in downtown, in downtown. Ain't, worried, ain't worried about your prayer closet. They, they might not be. Hey, I was just saying to a brother earlier today. Uh, sometimes we're fighting principalities when we should be fighting policy. Come on, sir. But. To your end, I mean, I just think there's a certain connection we have. And I think as African-Americans, there's already so much against us. We look for measures of unity. And maybe they should not be there. But if perhaps we had a pure expression of faith throughout our history, we wouldn't see the need to connect with these individuals. And by the way, before we close out, the reason we only usually talk about certain religions is because we don't really know the other ones. Absolutely. I mean, only black Buddhist I know is Tina Turner. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know a whole bunch of Greek Orthodox. I, I don't know any Hindus. I don't know. You know, it, it's just the reality. Again, the culture has bubbled us in that we only have so many experiences. So the multi-religious reality of our world is really not something that most African Americans have to personally encounter on a regular basis. And by the way, we're still not going to get away from our basic, you know, old school churchified background Absolutely. no matter what you will not see one of our black movies displaying any other religion but the Absolutely. church and i just want to say this before we close last night i was uh looking on facebook and somebody was just that that guy who will always put all that crazy stuff on there all right talking about right. that talking guy about, talking about yoga his name is that guy I, yeah, that I'm, guy. I'm, I'm not gonna put his name out there but he was talking about yoga and how it is a uh you know pagan it yeah, is. You know, I mean, I'm, demonic. You're going to I hell. Mean, you over there doing the frog stance. The well, I mean, I know yoga pants are the devil. Listen, Amen, somebody. They will send you to hell. <laughs> They're going to send somebody to hell, if not you yourself. They're going to send all of us. This is religiously incorrect with Jeff Yoga Pants Stanford confessing confessing his his best, his weaknesses. No, I, I ain't saying nothing about all I said is they the devil. All right. Uh, no, but you, you, you're absolutely right. But, but that's a whole other debate for a whole other time. What practices can Christians engage in that won't send them to hell? Amen. Amen. Not many. <laughs> this is Religiously Incorrect with Pastor Todd and Pastor Jeff. We love having y'all. We want y'all comments, your feedback. Please keep send us your angry emails. Call us names. Do all that stuff. Please We do. can handle tell it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell Jesus. <laughs> pray for me. I'll pray for you. Y'all take care. Thank you.